This week on Erotic Awakening, you want it, but they don't. But I'm a dom. PA Retreat and Marco Fetish. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening. When? Right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is great for the support of our patron community who receive ad-free early access to podcasts as well as other perks. Thank you to all of our supporters, including our most recent, Junicorn's Angel. And Tara. Awesome. Or Tara, if she's in the South. Hi, Dan. Hi, Don. Go, what? (laughs) What were you going to do? I was getting ready to say hi to our guest. (laughs) Today in the studio, so to speak, we have good friends and fellow RV lifestylers, Kevin and Katie. Hi, Hi there. Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, They, if... People remember they covered uh, the podcast. Oh, For, I don't know. What, um, they were the hundredth patron. Yeah, one hundredth patron. And they w- decided that they would take the award of taking over the show. And that was a year ago because we were at your house on Memorial Day weekend. I think it was Memorial Day weekend last year when we were all talking about maybe doing RVing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll get a houseboat. <laughs> no, I don't want a house boat. Today on a, a horse farm. Or a horse or farm. Or a horse farm. Oh, okay. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk about a situation that we kind of chewed around on earlier. And it is this idea that I... So Don, you and I are in a power exchange relationship. Yes, sir. And Kevin and Katie, you're in a power exchange relationship. Sure. <laughs> Kevin wants to correct you. <laughs> no, no, please do. <laughs> An authority transfer relationship. Fair. Um, in your authority transfer relationship, Katie, if you want the sex and Kevin doesn't want the sex, how do you manipulate him into sex? Oh, how do I manipulate him? Um, most of the time he just wants sex anyways. So he's got a very high libido that way. But if I was wanting sex and he wasn't already doing things or initiating things, I would... Um, flash him. I would get on my knees and snuggle up to his crotch. I would <laughs> even just cuddle him and see what the responses were at that point. Awesome. That's not really related to the podcast. I just wanted things to think about later. All right. <laughs> so what if the situation... Wait. wait. What, what? You want things to think about later. So does that mean if you're wanting it and I'm not, I get a crotch snuggle? <sighs> That's sure. what it sounds like when he crotch snuggles. <laughs> sounds like a motorboat between my thighs. So, so what we're talking about is uh, some people would rec- suggest that either power exchange or authority transfer relationships have this, this imbalance to them in that when we, capital letter types, leaders, want sex, our followers have to comply, at least in the relationships that we have. And, and, and specifically, we are talking about relationships where sexual uh, congress has been (laughs) negotiated into it. Into the relationship, But you followers, when you want sex and we don't want sex, what happens then? (laughs) I don't get sex unless I hook up with a poly partner. (laughs) So I've got a little bit easier because I do have polyamorous relationships. So... I have to use the tool of not taking it personally, which was my biggest challenge. And then I go find the sex, which you are perfectly okay with or have been for 20 years. Well, so far. So far. 
So, Kevin, have you ever been in a situation where you said, Katie, I want to make sweet, sweet love to you? <laughs> Though Katie didn't answer the question. Now I forget what it is. Never mind. Go ahead. And, and Katie says, no, uh, I protest. Or some variation of that. Well, so, yeah, that that's the interesting piece is uh, Katie is um, my free use girl. So I can use her anytime, any way I want to. Um, but at this, and so she doesn't say, I, I'm not interested in sex or I don't want sex or you can't have sex. What she does say is now's not a good time. If, if you don't mind, because, uh, you know, my stomach's upset or I'm cutting up raw chicken or <laughs> that's a real thing <laughs> um, or, or the dog needs walking. And I'm afraid if you proceed, then he may explode in the meantime. So there are there are occasionally things that realistically prevent me from having all the fun all the time any any moment I want it, but that's really really rare. Um, and I, but when those things come up, I absolutely honor them because she's my free use girl. But at the same time, I want to be sane about that and not. Not be an asshole. Not be an asshole about it. Yeah. Um, if I get her anytime, anyhow, always, why would I complain about the seven times I don't or impose my will when it's a, a terrible time for her? So, so is that a terrible thing for you, Katie, that he uses you all the time? Uh, look at the smile on your face, Don. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I was trying to sound really serious here. Isn't it? Isn't it? Onerous. Absolutely onerous. Um, <laughs> It is a strange thing because um, if I'm, let's say I'm exhausted and he's going to have sex with me and I, I will start off by thinking, oh, I wish I could just sleep. But the thing is, what's more important to me than sleep is supporting this dynamic and making sure I'm available for what I've agreed to. And as soon as that gets like, he, use me anyways, that to me is a real strong kink to be mm -hmm. used as a fuck toy, as his fleshlight. He's like, just lay there and mm -hmm. I will just look at porn on my phone and use you as a whole. <laughs> oh my God. All of a sudden I'm not tired and I right. don't not want sex anymore. So it's, and I think that's very, which is really disappointing. Cause <laughs> right? if I want a fleshlight and all of a sudden she's groaning and moaning and, and, and grinding back against me, well, that's the worst fleshlight ever. It's, it's actually participating. <laughs> So there's that part, and I know it's happened enough times that I've been disinclined to have sex and just supported the dynamic and thought, absolutely, I'm here for his pleasure, and that's it's totally worth it to me. And seen it change as soon as things get going, as soon as things get activated. So I know that that's a real thing. Um, and I think that if he ever sees me at a level, like my cat just died and I was crying and he was right. kind of raging boner and stuff. I mean, <laughs> he would he would manage that situation with compassion and empathy. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's really that hard on me because I have the perspective mm -hmm. of what's important. So, well, I, I like that you mentioned that it was like, it's, it's a kink. It turns you on. Oh, gosh, used, yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, absolutely. That helps. I totally get that. And we've all, all, the four of us have actually had a conversation with someone else that was talking about their um, non-matched sex drive and how they've agreed, this couple has agreed mm -hmm. that 
he can just use her whenever, and it's, it's a male dom and a female submissive, and he can just use her whenever, and she's perfectly okay with that. That's what they've agreed to. She knows she has a lower sex drive, mm-hmm. and he wants to use her, and that's just part of the dynamic, at least for some of us. Yeah, and I, and I get that, and I, I totally agree. The whole, you're my, my sex toy, I'm just going to use you, is appealing. Mm-hmm. But certainly there is some... It's nice to have sex together versus sexing yes. someone. That is right? true. Participation. So yeah, yeah. More of a dance than just, I'm going to do you. And I get it that if it's your fetish, I'm going to do you can be a can be a dance of itself. Right. But isn't there then some value that you both want sex together, right? You're both getting each other off. Oh, absolutely. But if there's a... a, a mismatch. Mismatch. Then sometimes being used is perfectly fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but the dance together is amazing i mean for me that's the preferred so i would much prefer to have the dance with you so katie have you ever thought to yourself this authority transfer when it comes to sex specifically have you just in 20 years you guys have been together Mm -hmm. you've never had this thought sneak through your head well this isn't fair um fair is doesn't mean equal fair means what it's agreed to and so, um, no, I don't think it's unfair. And I think Kevin is very fair, um, regards to my well-being. It's just, that's, no, the answer would be absolutely not. Shall we send Kevin out of the room and ask again? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, no, I, and I, I, what you said about the, the dance and everything else, we actually, every once in a while, Kevin and I will have sex with other people the two of us together with other people. Mm-hmm. And we've had people that have, have presented themselves as a gift, right? They're like, okay, I'm here. You can have sex with me. And, uh-huh. and they're just like like this dormant laying there person. And we can have a certain amount of fun with that. But, but the people that are enthusiastic and energetic and are, are trying to think of ways to move or please or reciprocate things, of course, that's a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. And and so I can, actually, I can see, I can see that having more value and it definitely is much more erotic, but to me. Cool. No, I like the dance. I do too. And now Kevin, we're all, now we're do you agree? <laughs> do you disagree? Do you want sex right now? <laughs> KD? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think the, the together experience, I think that even it, it is fun for me to just lay back and let Katie um, have fun on me, mm-hmm. for instance, and um, in some ways just be a, a passive recipient of her sexing at me is a lot, an awful lot of entertainment too. So I guess the 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 shared erotic dance, the the um, the back and forth experience, that's that's the best I think. But even the two ends where one of us is just allowing the other to have their fun. Um, is, is pretty darn good. Um, that's still a lot of fun. And I would like to compare that to other um, people in different kinds of relationships and dyna- dynamics with a mismatch of sex drive. And when that happens, what they end up with is rejection and hurt and mm. not having their needs met. And right, resentment. And resentment and all those kind of really negative things happening instead of this arrangement really supports. And even when I... I'm in the mood for sex and Kevin isn't, I never feel like I've been rejected Mm -hmm. because he'd be like, oh, you little hot whore. 
<laughs> Looking at you being naughty. Not right now. Off your fuck, right? And all of that is flirting and sexy and supportive. And yet, and the rejection in it, the not the rejection, the refusal mm-hmm. doesn't hurt me. Doesn't make me intimidated towards whether I would approach him again. And so I think that that part is is really key to the the longevity of the relationship, even when we are a little mismatched on our sex drives. Which, go ahead. I I was just going to say, and the other piece that's important is we spend a portion of every day with touches, with gropes, with snuggles, with, with nibbles, with... With nipples, with I saw that Katie with with little, <laughs> with little bits and pieces of of intimacy, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a, a couple minutes of making out or you know boobs in the face or whatever the thing is, and whether that's for thirty seconds or two minutes or ten minutes, um, or or a full sexing you know through multiple orgasms, we we entwine that in what we're doing every day, mm-hmm. um, throughout the day. And so the the likelihood of sex suddenly being off the table at some point, um, it would be real circumstantial to this this moment isn't good because of a bad headache or because um, you know I, I just deadline you have I, to meet. I just slam my finger in the door surgery. Or, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah um, because all day long is kind of that erotic dance right and so, um, if at the end of the day we've been doing this erotic dance and I'm I'm super aroused and have been looking forward to bedtime and she's just all wiped out because she's worked so hard, we've done 12 hours of foreplay <laughs> and and me just using her at that point it is is just the final act of the dance in some ways there it mm. hasn't it hasn't removed the dance. Exactly. Right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and that makes tons of sense. The the um, the sex is great, but the intimacy is what keeps us bonded together. And that's yeah, we spend a lot of time with that, and that's something that helped me at the beginning because, well, with twenty years, Dan and I have gone through some mismatches, you know, over time, and I had to learn not to take it as rejection. Right. That's mm-hmm. my biggest piece of baggage. That is my biggest thing is being rejected. It's the biggest thing I have to, you know, work on that I have worked on. So, you know, Dan would tell me and I would try to shift into the I'm not gonna ask, I'm not gonna be a bother, I'm not gonna push him, I'm not gonna, you know, ask once again, you know, sort of thing. And Dan's rule for me was no, keep asking, mm. right? Odds are you're going to get a yes. At some point. And now we've hit a point in our life where he's more relaxed, right? We're RVing now. And and mm, health things are being looked at. Well, now his sex drive's higher than mine, which is very unusual. That's never happened before. So this is something else we're going to have to navigate mm-hmm. soon. So now... I'm going to go get my hormones looked at, <laughs> right? I'm at, I'm at that, that point where I'm going to go get mine looked at. And um, so we'll probably match up again mm-hmm. soon. But um, yeah, now we get to discover what happens <laughs> when um, 
I'm well. We've already discovered what I, happened. I was going to say, in the mood. It's, it's, not, it's not a mystery. I, I, it's I, not a mystery. I suggest you navigate this rough spot on your back. Yes. <laughs> well, usually, you know, there's these these cupboards over the bed in an RV. Yes. They are fantastic because I can straddle him with my short legs. Mm-hmm. And you have something <laughs> and hold on to better than a headboard, right? <laughs> and I can stay up straight. And awesome. Yeah, so. It's great for face riding. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I've got a video camera attached to this microphone. We can explore indeed, this deeper. Indeed. And our kitchen is perfect. And all the intimacy, right? So I can just walk by him and he reaches out and touches. Or, you know, he'll, he'll even pretend he's throwing me over the couch. Or literally throw me over the arm of the couch. Or whatever. So we have a lot of those micro moments as well. And that is very much our love language. And very much how we keep connected. So, mm-hmm. you know... Now, one aspect that I wanted to in- mention as well, Dawn, is that you and I have uh, something I think that we practice more than you, Kevin and Katie, is that we do have al- alternate partners. I don't know, alternate. We have other partners. Uh, yeah. We have other people that we play with. We jump on OkCupid and, and sniff around for random hookups on occasion. Sniffing is good. Yeah, yeah, well, we've been doing sniff this test. for nine months now, and that has worked for you once and me once. Right. <laughs> so we're not great at it. <laughs> but, um, you know, if, you know, one of the solutions for the mismatched libido for some couples is just to open the relationship to, you know, like if Dawn's sex drive is higher than mine, I have no problem. We'll go have sex with somebody else then. I'm not in the mood. Mm-hmm. Masturbate. While I sit here and watch, or while I sleep, I've done that before too, and you actually like that. So I, I have been known to masturbate after you go to sleep, and I teased you the other day because I said, "Oh yeah, you sleep hard. I mean, I can even throw a leg on you. Well, if he's sleeping <laughs> hard, and throw a leg on him. <laughs> throw more than a leg on him, right? So yeah, I, I have been known." Very often to take care of myself. Did you guys have anything else? I saw a note. You made a note. I made a note. Um, I My note was about your struggles in the past with somebody else because of mismatched sex and the difference that made in... Yeah, um, it was super hard, I guess, because um, constantly wanting to touch and, I, as you say, love language, I think that being able to touch, being found attractive, being that that the that whole intimacy thing feels really important to me, and it's what how's that saying go? You you don't think about air until suddenly you don't have it, mm-hmm. that, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sex isn't an all-consuming thing, but when suddenly you're you're pushed away and, and well for me when i'm pushed away over and over and over and rejected suddenly i feel like well holy smokes this is not going well for me i oh, suddenly it's super important and what's what's wrong and what's wrong with this relationship and how co- so um it it's it is a gift to me it is a true pleasure that i can just reach out and caress my girl and know that she's going to be receptive to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is very um, important. Have it, having having a hand pushed away or a shoulder turned toward <laughs> me or whatever, um, or you know, my hand shrugged off of her, um, is is an unpleasant mini rejection. Yeah. And even if it's and not, it hurts, you know, 
I don't know. You, you ought to be strong enough to, mm-hmm. but I, it, it just, it is unpleasant to, to mm-hmm. feel unwanted like that or something. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for telling us about your sex life. <laughs> Stick around so we can hear more about it and we'll ask you about your fetishes. Ooh, that's coming up. But first, Dawn, what about, did I, what if I wanted to learn about BDSM and sex at the same time? Like some kind of class on sexual BDSM. Really? Yeah. Well, that sounds like a thing to do. Um, we have one of those, and we teach it, and you can find out more when we're at the Academy of Fetish Arts. That's correct. We will be teaching sexual BDSM as well as 16 polyamory tools at the Academy of Fetish Arts. The location and date is a complete secret. No one knows. <laughs> That's not true. But how would I find out? So sign up for our newsletter. Keep up with all of our events, book news, discounts, and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter, which and, I put out about once a month. And get your EA shout out like Robert from the Netherlands. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. Speaking of Robert from the Netherlands, the beautiful Netherlands for that matter, he says it's a great podcast even for Europeans. <laughs> At least he put a smiley face after that. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, being the uh, our official linguistic on the show tonight, what language do they speak in the Netherlands? Netherlandish? Perhaps so. No, it's Netherlese. Netherlese, of course. Remember, Roberts, we didn't say those offensive things. No. And we're Canadian, so we can't be offensive. Fair. Good point. Uh, Dawn, so we do have three fetishes. On Actually, today we have four fetishes because there's four of us sitting here. So, uh, Kevin and Katie, uh, when guests come on the podcast, by rule of the Association of Podcasters who get to ask <laughs> questions, you have agreed to answer one of the following fetishes. You do get to pick your own, though. So, uh, Kevin? So, wait, wait. The rules... Right? There's so, rules? Oh, kind of, sort of. How about the rules where you tell us you're going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's four fetishes. And what we like to know is, is it something that you find is a kink, right? Which is just cool. Or a fetish, which means you need it to get off. Or something you've never done. Or whatever about it. And it's our personal answer, not mm-hmm. in a generalized. Right. Is right. this a kink? Is it, is it, well, how does it work for you? Okay. Kevin, pick a number between one and four, not including nine. <laughs> so weird, Dan. <laughs> also, not including six. Three. Uh, Kevin, how do you feel about macrogenitalism? You know. Um, oh, I wish f- I had this question. A fetish for <laughs> genitals that are particularly large. Not limited to penises. Fair. Fair on this one. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is a great question. Um... I'm recently somewhat intrigued by the idea. Okay. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> you can see Katie's look. <laughs> He's understating something at this moment. Um, I've like every night intrigued, kind of intrigued. Um, I've bought a. Why don't you just mind your own business over there? <laughs> I wanted this question so bad. No, that Katie. Yes, sir. We're only answering half of this question. And you're not going to answer it. Um, we've recently got a... Stop over there. We've recently got a pump so that Ooh. I can either do her nipples or her clit or her entire vulva area. And so far, 
every time we go to bed, we're really tired or having sex one or the other, and it hasn't been a great time. But I'm intrigued with, like, giving her a great big three-inch clitoris that I can just swat around her. Oh! <laughs> I can swing her around by it like a so I, I, it's a lariat, like a yeah. So um, we haven't done it yet, but it, it sounds kind of fun to have a, a weird swollen puffy pussy. What to, are you going to do? Your nipples are bigger than this, though. It I know is. you've got you've got huge nipples, and if they were like another inch longer, think of the fun I could have. The doors <laughs> wouldn't activate at grocery stores in time. <laughs> Katie, do you have any interest in macrogenitalism? Oh. Kevin, you haven't said you've had an order. Oh, I'm hey. not allowed to speak on I this. wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Authority transfer in action. <laughs> Dawn, what do you think about it? Oh, I love it. So, I mean, I love the, we've got this little thing. We just showed this on our um, patron demo. We've got oh, this yeah, little yeah. suction thing that's got a screw thing on it. So it's not a, a pump like a blood pressure cuff. It's more of a twisty mm -hmm. thing. We started with one of those, and yeah. you can't control the pressure. No, you can't and control so the getting, pressure. And so getting the pump that has the gauge so you, so yeah. you don't damage tissues and stuff. That's, that is true. That's the way but to go. But it's really story. cool when you use it on the clit. And it just sucks it in because everything is so sensitive. So we haven't love done it. that yet. See, love it, and and I love big cock. I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that someone recommended the uh, automated, the 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 plug-in oh. kind, and we tried the plug-in one on you, right? And you were not a fan. I, I'm almost not remembering that. You um, sure it was me? Yes, because then, <laughs> because then we tried the plug-in thing on me. Oh, that one, yes. Also, no, not a fan. I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of it at all. So it was actually a penis pump. Mm -hmm. And someone had told us that you can use a penis pump on a pussy. And I didn't like it. It was too hard around mm. the edges. So when it tried to pump, it was just pain yeah. around around the hardness mm -hmm. of it. I would much rather. I have actually used one that is more soft rubber, and that works out really well. And, so. and I found the whole experience rather scary. Yes. <laughs> you put your penis in there, and you turn it on. It's like, <laughs> right. That's why the pump one. I haven't, I did not like the automated one. I... I've 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 tried to pump when I've been fooling with them and true friends share <laughs> at least pictures. So so the fun part is I'm I'm not interested. Like people talk about it, you know penis enlargement, all of that stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a great. Yeah, big, that is. I'm gonna have a great. Big, have a <laughs> hands are very great, wide apart. Big horse penis or whatever, right? Um, the the entertaining part for me is that even doing it every so often, you end up chubby when you're limp okay huh. so so you end up just kind of plumper than you normally are when you're limp so it 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 i don't know it, it's an interesting residual effect for a day or two where not hard is got a chub on chubby well this was a heck of a question we should have this for the topic all right demonstrate it no not yet but Wait. all right hold on uh, Katie. Yes. Are you allowed to answer a question unrelated to that one? 
We'll see. <laughs> Pick a number between one and four, not including three. Or six. Or, or nine. Six or nine. <laughs> or, or N. <laughs> um, two. Two is good. How do you feel about macro fetish? People with this kink enjoy partners who are giant. That Why, may mean that the no, same question. Micro. Micro. No, nope, it's macro. macro. But it's the people are giant. This, this may, may mean, mean plus sized or, or even giants in, in the, the realm, realm of fantasy, fantasy role playing. Nice. Or writing. So, like Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Big John Stud. See, there, there's there's fetish like comics where like Gulliver's Travel, you have the little li- Lilliputians and and except you know it's like a it's a woman that's strapped down and then she's and then she picks them up and she's like oh yeah. <laughs> there are comics like that. Yeah. I have seen and, them. And, and yeah. so she's 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 dildoing herself with little little tiny guys drowning him. <laughs> If if Johnny Jackhammer is listening, he will send us links to that comic. Yes, he's familiar with awesome. this. So this is how do I feel about? Is it something you masturbate to? Is it something you find gets you off? I would say no. I actually really am intrigued with like normal normal size penises because I can't handle Kevin in so many ways. And so when we actually have sex with other people that have like a normal size or a smaller penis, and I suddenly am extremely successful with that, <laughs> that is a real joy. To I me. can get it all in my mouth. Yeah, right. um, I find it. I find. Um, yeah, I find it intimidating. I. Were you listening to the podcast no. earlier when he said he's getting a penis pump to make his dick bigger? I know. And remember he said I wasn't allowed to say anything about this, right? That was the part where he said, I see. Okay. You All right. be quiet, Katie. <laughs> but my cervix continues to weep silently. The microphone, cannot, the microphone can't pick it up, but it is weeping. Kevin, any interest in macrophilia? Macro, sorry, macro fetish? Um, Do you like to be with a giant? Like where you could insert your whole self into a woman's vagina. You know, I've read a couple stories and and they are vaguely hot, but not so much. Yeah. No, me neither. And, you know, I've actually, um, I look at like Andre the Giant on Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. And when he lands flat on his back and you can kind of see the outline, it's like, Holy shit! Of his, okay. of his, right. So you can almost see the outline, and um, because he's laying on his back, and it's like I don't know. It's still not a kink. It's still not a fetish. Not that I'm turned off. Oh, I'm tapping the table. Yes, you're <laughs> because I'm thinking. It's like so now. I, I don't really masturbate to it. Doesn't do anything for me. Although, <laughs> now that I've had a moment to think about it, the, um. There are also comics where teeny tiny little fairy girls will like wrap Aww. wrap themselves around your cock and kiss and nuzzle you it. You look and, like a fairy girl and, doing that. And and you you know two or three of them you know with their little teeny tiny micro nipples all over your face as they hug you or whatever. And um, no, I think if I felt something crawling around on my dick, I'd smack it off. <laughs> It's a mosquito, <laughs> or or it's a cute little fairy. So, 
Alright, Dawn. Well, with this one, they st- they talk about plus-sized as well. Okay, maybe we haven't addressed so, that. I'm just talking about big organs. Yeah, and yeah, so... Yeah, but that's not really what we're talking about here. It says right there, this may mean plus-sized. <laughs> Fuck that list. It's... Okay, fine. Doing this podcast for 13 years, I'll tell you what it means. <laughs> he just lost his teeth in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Out came the dentures. Alright, Dawn, one or four. Don't look at the list. Um, one. Don, how do you feel about litho, lith, lithophilia? A kink for rock, stones, or gravel? A kink for rock, stones, or gravel. Can I can be used non sexually. Say, what? That's, I'm sorry. This can be used non sexually? Well, then how is it a kink? You lay in it? I, oh, I guess. You lay put in it inside? It or, no. I mean, I've, I love rocks. I love stones. I have spent many, many hours in my driveway growing up because we had pebbles. So to find all the different pebbles and how they... But there's nothing sexual about anything with that. I mean, I like to be fucked over a boulder, but... But the boulder is coincidental. But the boulder is coincidental. It's a piece of furniture. Right. All right. Anybody down for rocking? I like getting rocks off. (laughs) Oh. All right, Don. Oh, sorry, Kevin. Did you... You didn't get a chance. No. no. Now that I've thought about it, Now that some. I've thought about you, it, You like some. it when I grovel at your feet. Hey-oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, gravel? Gravel. Um, um, I don't know. Don't think so. Like a marble dildo, maybe, but Katie hates hard dildos. How about a gravel fleshlight? What the that heck? That was... Ow? Ow, pretty sure ow. Once I gave him a blowjob with my mouth full of popcorn... That was very much like that idea. How about a uh, mouthful of Pop Rocks? Oh, then now that's normal. See, she did that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right Dan, Dan mine. four, four, or four? Um, <laughs> any of those, that's Okay. <laughs> um, let's see if I'm saying this right. M- Myceophilia. Can you guys figure that Kevin. one out? <laughs> that one. Me? Me? Myceophilia? Myceophilia? Yeah, something like that. So, what is mis- I don't know. It is sexual attraction so for so pregnant women or <laughs> giving birth. Okay, that's a big fucking or. Right, right there. that is a big fucking or. <laughs> uh, I used to have. I used to find preg- pregnant women very attractive. Sexually. I remember that. Uh, I used that used to be one of my things, mm-hmm. and over the years, it has no longer my thing. And I think that is probably related to having children. Now I know what happens after that part. It's, no, I don't know. I, it used to be my thing, and it's not my thing anymore. Um, it's odd, because like I said, I remember it being your thing. So, I, know, I, know, I, I was like, ooh, Dan's a little odd. <laughs> what? This is when we're that still was friends. my original kink, yes. I think. Yeah, the I very think first was. thing that made me a weirdo. So, And I think I just, maybe I just, I'm just not in, into it anymore. It's nope. not, not the thing And anymore. it's not that I'm... Not interested in either. I think, though, I instead of seeing pregnant women as erotic now, I see them in a different light. Oh. It's a positive light. Right. Um, but it's not a... It's not sexual. Oh, I want to hit that. Yeah. Also. Giving birth? Yeah, the whole... <laughs> or giving... No, that doesn't do nothing for me. When I was in a, a Lamaze class getting ready to have a baby, this instructor told us that you will make the same sounds when you're giving birth as you do during sex. 
you know, it's enough to be really self-conscious of what you're going through in the birthing room, but it's like, that's my sex noise. My doctor's thinking that's my sex noise. That's my <laughs> okay, I have screened during sex before, <laughs> but um, my second child, well, the first one was a C-section. The second one, he got stuck. Hmm. That is, his ears got stuck. <laughs> so, I, if I ever say to you, screen. get out of me, you motherfucker! <laughs> it's just annoying. It just sounds like when giving birth. <laughs> Versus being in there giving birth saying, yes, give it to me. Harder, harder. Harder, harder. It's like so disturbing. It I love the pain. Wreck my it guts. <laughs> Not to yuck on anybody's yum. No. No. But still. But you have a th- had a thing for lactating women for a long time. Oh, we talked about that last okay, show. Okay, no, we won't. No, no, so um, I was actually going to ask him about that when I saw it on our notes. And that's got, it's um, kind of... Ca- kind of hot. Also, also, um, veiny breasts are sexy sometimes. Yours aren't veiny. I what? didn't think so. Maybe just, maybe, not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> make it veiny. Katie, you have to pump, pump. <laughs> Um, so veiny breasts that are like, um, translucent enough so you can see the veins. And that happens when people are pregnant a lot. Sometimes that's sexy. Um. I would see belly buttons. Not, not, not my thing. Okay. Um, so no, I think it would only be like boob related mm. kink rather than. Is that but surprising? there's also there's also <laughs> yeah, there's also there's also the breeding piece, and I'm not sure yeah. this is talking about the breeding piece, right? No, because breeding kink is pretty common, right? It is, it is. So. so, but so this is funny because we circle it back to our original topic. Let's say Sex. you have a, uh, a desire for lactating. Now, that's <laughs> one of your kinks. Do you then tell Katie, "Hey, go lactate"? He absolutely did. I did when we got together. Okay. And I got a breast pump. Um, I took a like a, a hormonal support and actually was lactating for quite a while. But the thing is, you have to keep it. If you are enthusiastic and you get a person to start lactating for you, it needs to be supported or yeah. or it stops, right? right. And, and that was in the middle of us meeting each other and moving in together and starting our family together. And so... So that's your opening move? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and so at that point... I'm like, absolutely, I can lactate for you. I know what to do. We got we got super busy, and by the time you were back living with me, you were not anymore. No. No. So it, it just it's if it's a if it's a fetish and a kink or a kink, you have to be willing to put that effort in to keep it going. Mm-hmm. I would but he absolutely did. He was like, That's what I want. I'm like, okay. It wasn't it really it's wasn't not harmful. anything for me. It's not it's like yeah. all right. And you know it's it's funny. But some of the authority transfers, some of the power exchange kink-related things like that can lead to a less-than-skillful place. We certainly know someone, um, it just not well, but as a, what do you call that? Uh, acquaintance. Acquaintance, that ha- one person has a feeding kink, right? Mm. So the receiver of the feeding kink gets bigger and bigger, and, and you know... Um, You've got to match them up proper. Yeah. So you as the leader in that authority transfer relationship need to be able to feed your kink but still take care of that person. Mm -hmm. Feed them lots of celery. Well, (laughs) 
you can't selfishly indulge your kink at their detriment long term, I don't think. Right. Right. I can be uncomfortable or lose sleep or whatever, or have extra tasks like just pumping my breasts to indulge your your kinks and stuff, but anything that was a long term um, <laughs> damaging to me, yeah. you, you wouldn't you wouldn't choose. Right. So if you if if Kevin's kink was you being pregnant all the time. Yeah, there you go. That would and be that a little... is that is a kink, right? Sure. That is that is that's the breeding one that you were talking about. So yeah. I... well, the breeding one is making the baby, not necessarily putting up with the pregnancy. Mm. Oh, I've got an opinion about that, but uh let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dawn, you are you know, you're a person to um, have an opinion when all you need is a good Tentacle. It, that is true. So, um, and on our Discord channel and our Instagram, people have been sending in a lot. So, and Sam Wall and Lucian and CB and probably a couple of others have sent us the new thing that's gone viral, which is the chocolate squid. So, it is a chocolatier and it shows how, it's like a TikTok or something, right? Or a reel or whatever. And it shows how he makes a chocolate squid and it is huge it's like three foot high and it shows how they make the shell and all the little tentacles and all like that but it's so not insertable you should not it is not <laughs> you should not. Not. that's what the look on your face put is. chocolate no. in your baby it is cannon. not insertable so i don't just get tentacle sex stuff i also get anything that's octopus or squid or but this was actually beautiful and i saw the same dude on a reel today that did a an octopus wrapped around a lighthouse and it was like Three foot high. It was really, really cool. So, and we have been getting some really neat tentacles on the 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 Discord. Discord. Yeah, Enigma's been sending a lot. Um, Just Eric sent one where it was tentacle sex. So it's a cartoon, and the girl's getting fucked with tentacles. Except some of the tentacles are going into her ears. So that one kind of made me look a little cross-eyed because she's getting her ears fucked. (laughs) But hold on, have you ever had sex where you've like had your hearing blocked off? Yes. Because the sound of the inside of your body being fucked when you can't... Oh, that is true. Is incredible. So maybe it's so just maybe plugging it's just up the plugging, ears. not actually... And he's like, you're going to hear me fucking. go... Inside your body. Now that's actually hot. <laughs> so that is cool. Okay, stay but back, Dawn. I want to tie Just because I can make that noise. So, <laughs> so we do not have that sort of relationship. <laughs> just for clarity. I personally preferred uh, that... I thought that the... Um, Tentacle sex that Enigma posted, which to me looked like a wow elf being fucked by tentacles. Uh, that brought back a lot of good memories. It could have. Did they do that on wow? No, there's no sex in wow. Was the one I played. Oh, uh, yeah? Look at that. Oh, that is a cool picture. Isn't that like an That elf? is not from World of Warcraft. Oh, <laughs> it is, but it is similar. I wasn't talking about World of Warcraft. What were you talking about? I was talking about when wow. I masturbate and go, wow. <laughs> Your tutip is so good. So, But you also got some food on boobs this time. I right? know. Let's get to the important parts. Uh, Basano sent me pancakes on boobs with banana nipples, which is the best kind of nipples. And our good friend Melt For My Sir sent uh, sushi on boobs, which is always fantastic. That came from... Um, say it wasn't Discord because I didn't see. Nope, that was on the Fet Life, and that nice. was uh, from uh, Biting Hide, who we know from the Sea Bus. Awesome. 
Cool. Lots of good pictures. I had nowhere. Had, all I saw in the show notes was somebody who was getting their ears fucked. So I'm glad that you cleared up what that was <laughs> what about. What that was about. If you'd like to see hot pictures of sex and sluttiness, find someone else's Instagram. If you want to know what we eat while we're on our <laughs> RV adventures. Or or the little gnome village that we found on that the bike yeah, path. Yes, awesome. yes. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and see the picture of the day as Erotic Awakening. Cool. Now, if you want to see the sexy pictures, that's on our patron section of our Discord, where we actually posted pictures of my boobs after, oh, after the demo. After our patron yes. demo. So, Quite the bruises there. Yes. So they are still there. All right. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn at the Twitter and FetLife. We're Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or use the links on from the Erotic Awakening website for Facebook and Discord. Or just email us at Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan. Bye, Kevin and Katie. Bye, thank you. Bye-bye.